Hello there and welcome to the Andrew Staples Show. I'm your host, Andrew Staples. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen to my podcast. It means the world to me. On this episode, we will be wrapping up my AFC East draft review series. Uh, we've done the Bills, we've done the Dolphins, we've done the Patriots, and now we're going to wrap up the series with the New York Jets. Really liked what the New York Jets did this offseason. I mean, uh, well, the draft. Um, before we get to that, I'm going to talk about some of the moves they made. Or didn't make, whatever you want to say, uh, this offseason. Then we'll just dive right into the draft. Uh, recently, they signed Frank Gore to add to the running back room. He also played for uh, Adam Gase in Miami. They signed uh, Brashad Perriman. He's going to probably, and he may end up having a better season than Rob, Robbie Anderson. Perriman has been an interesting case. You know, didn't do well with the Ravens, went to Cleveland and played well, played well for, in Tampa, and, uh, you know, now he's um, on the move to the Jets. So we'll see what happens there. The uh, Conor McGovern and George Fant, the linemen they signed, and Rotten, the linemen they signed. So they, 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 Joe Douglas really cares about the trenches, and which is good because you need to protect your quarterback. I still believe in Sam Darnold. He was my number one quarterback when he came out. I had him ahead of I had him ahead of uh, Baker Mayfield. And uh, I think if I remember right, it was Darnold, Mayfield, Rosen Allen, and Jackson. And obviously I missed on Lamar Jackson. I had him as a first-round pick, but I thought those others were just a little bit more ready. It was totally wrong, and uh, I'm glad for it because I really – Really love watching Lamar Jackson play, and I was glad he was the MVP. And uh, still hoping that maybe next year we'll get an AFC championship game between the Ravens and the Chiefs. Fingers crossed we have a season. Uh, the schedule dropped. I'm going to do an episode on that at some point. But uh, this is all about the New York Jets draft. And with the 11th pick in the 2020 NFL draft, the New York Jets select Makai Becton, the big offensive tackle out of Louisville. My number one uh, tackle coming out of the draft. Uh, had him ahead of... Thomas and Worfs and all of them. So, uh, Worfs and who am I forgetting? Wills. Uh, so, great pick. Was surprised he lasted to, to 11. Like I said, 6 7, 3 64. Um, you can't teach that. And I think his upside is I mean, I've seen people say that he could be the next John Ogden. If that's the case, whoo, the Jets got themselves a steal at 11. Uh, they could have went receiver here, and I th- if Becton hadn't been there, I think I might have considered going receiver, whether it had been Judy or Lamb, I don't know. I like them more than I like Ruggs, but it all depends what kind of offense you run and what you need, and uh, I think that uh, they, with the first two picks, they got really good value and really good players, and hopefully it will be really good uh, building blocks for this uh, New York Jets team. You know, I've been up front, not a big fan of Adam Gase, but uh, he had the team playing hard toward the end of the year. So I love the Becton pick. Uh, they started out in the second round with a trade with their second round pick and uh, went all the way down to 59 and picked up a third round pick from Seattle. And uh, I think if they'd stayed put in the second round and they'd taken Denzel Mims there, I would have been, I would have thought that was a good move. But to get him at 59 was shocking. I'm shocked that teams like the Rams and the Eagles uh, passed on him. But man, 6'3", 207, I think he could be the DK Metcalf of this year's draft where why was he there, how did he get there, and he turns out to be a really good player for them. And it fills a need. You know, they needed tackles, and they need, I mean, they needed offensive line help, and they needed wide receivers. 
Check and check. Uh, Ashton Davis, their third, their first third-round pick, the six-one, uh, two-hundred-pound safety out of California. He had some injury. He fell because of some injury concerns. And I know some Jet fans like, well, we have two really good safeties, and you do, but both of them are going to need contracts soon. Not sure how uh, this front office and coaching staff are going to look at those guys because they didn't draft them. Um, and you know what? Both of those safeties are one play away from. Uh, being injured, and you got to have a third guy, so nothing wrong with taking the depth uh, pick there, I don't think. Best player available. I had him going to the Bears in the second round, so really good value there at 68. Uh, the second, third round pick, Jabari Zuniga, I think is how you pronounce it, defenseman out of Florida. Uh, again, Jet fans were not happy because they're like, wait, we took a pass rusher in the third round from Florida last year, and we cut him. Uh, this guy's better. I, I I didn't like the pick at the, at seventy nine. I thought that there was better. Uh, I thought there were better players available, like um, Brian Edwards, the wide receiver from South Carolina, and Lloyd Cushenberry, the center from LSU. I was shocked that he fell at eighty three. The Broncos took him, and I would have taken Terrell Lewis over uh, the linebacker from Alabama over Zuniga from Florida. But hey. That's the only. That's the first pick that I didn't like the Jets. So pretty good, pretty good. And you know, if they got him in the fourth round, I wouldn't have been disappointed with that. Uh, they had three fourth round picks. The they took running back Michael Piron uh, at one twenty. They took quarterback James Morgan at one twenty five, and they took uh, Cameron Clark, the offensive lineman from Charlotte. He was a tackle at Charlotte, I believe, and he's going to play guard. So you may have got a future left tackle and a future guard. So that's always good. Um, Piron's going to be a rotational back. You know, they have Bell, they have um, Frank Gore and Piron, and I think Adam Gase always wanted to do a uh, more back-by-committee, so he'll have that opportunity now. Wasn't big on Piron, and I think it's because we had Samaje, and I just, you know. (laughs) So he kind of reminds me of him a little bit. But uh, James Morgan, I I was shocked that he went ahead of guys like Fromm and... um, um, Easton, so uh, let me make sure I get that. Right. Yeah, Jacob Easton. Uh, I would have taken. I would have. I think I would have taken both of those guys before Morgan. So yeah, I had Morgan going seventh round to the Redskins. So definitely a surprise there. Uh, like I said, like the Cameron Clark pick. Love their fifth round pick, Bryce Hall. He fell because of injury concerns. Look, fifth round picks get cut all the time. If this doesn't work, it doesn't work. But if it does work, you may have gotten. Uh, a steal at corner, a spot, a position of need for the Jets, and you didn't, you know, high, high. There's the there's more chance of getting a reward than, I mean, how do I put this? There's a better chance that I think that Hall becomes a starter than never turns out to be anything. That's what I mean. You know, sometimes you want to come up with analogies and it's hard to hard to get them out on the uh, fly. Um, and they ended their draft with a sixth round pick, Brandon, a Braden Mann, the punter at Texas A&M. They also uh, fl- uh, flipped a pick for late round pick, a sixth round pick for Quincy Wilson, the former second round pick. I think he was out of Florida too, if I remember right. Uh, I could be wrong, so don't Jet fans don't hate me because um, this was more about the draft than anything. But uh, yeah, so uh, they made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine picks. A first, a second, two thirds, three fourths, a fifth, and a sixth, and they picked up a future sixth round pick from the Patriots as well, in a rare division trade. Uh, so yeah, I, I love the draft. I give them an A. Uh, the Makai Becton, the Denzel Mims, the Ashton Davis, and the Bryce Hall picks. Love them, and I feel like they got great value with those picks. 
and the Jets roster's getting better. And you know, you could argue in some ways. I mentioned that I thought the Patriots had the least talented roster right now, and I'm going to stand by that. Um, I go Buffalo. I think Miami because of all their offseason moves, and I like Fitzpatrick. I think they have a better team right now, and uh, so I would go Buffalo. Just talent wise, I would go Buffalo, Miami. New York and New England, but uh, yeah, I'd give this draft an A, and uh, I think Joe Douglas did a great job in his first draft. You know, he was hired after the draft last year. Would have loved to have seen what he could have done last year. Uh, none of their picks really have turned on into much, so you know, they'll get C.J. Mosley back from injury, and uh, Jets could be surprised. You know, they 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 were a, they were whipping people toward the end of the year, and uh, it would not shock me if they sneak into the seventh round. I mean, the uh, seventh playoff seed. I think Buffalo is going to run away, run away with the division. You need health, obviously. We need another. You need Sam Darnold to take another step forward. I don't know if Adam Gase is that guy to do it, but you know, to get this team in the right direction. But we'll see. Uh, thank you for your Jet fan. You know, you didn't make a big splash in free agency. There wasn't no big offseason trade, but you got some solid players in the draft and some steals. And I think. I think that uh, Jet fans should be happy with what happened. And that will conclude the series, the AFC East series of draft review series. And uh, join me next time as I dive into the AFC North with the uh, Ravens, the Bengals, the Browns, and the Steelers. Looking forward to that. Take care. Join us next time.